Good morning, good morning, Rabbi Breakfast and uh, class today is sponsored in loving memory and Lilu Nishmat Shalomo Ben Rivka, Alava Shalom, sponsored by his sister Jamie Sutton, and as well, breakfast is sponsored by ABC Shehebar in honor of Marcus Zolta and Sammy Sutton. Hazaku Baruch. Um, the Torah tells us a very interesting expression, and the expression itself was designed to be able to uh, pick our interest and through that process allow us to see something that maybe we would not, we would not have noticed before. The Pasuk is describing the laws of the Para Aduma. And we'll speak a little bit over this week and the weekend about the Para Aduma in many different ways. And the Torah says, Zot Chukat HaTorah. This is the rule of the Torah. Adam ki yamut ba'oel. A person who dies in a tent, right? Everything in the tent, everything which is inside the tent, yitma. That's the halakha. Once a, a, there's a dead body in an ohel, so the halakha is anything that's under the same roof also becomes tamer. It's interesting that some of the laws are things that maybe we wouldn't think about. You're walking past the cemetery, there's a tree planted, even if the tree's outside the cemetery. But the tree is a big tree, and it's ohel, it's ma'ahil, it, is, it shades over on the left side of the cemetery and on the right side of uh, the street. You walk under the tree, even though you're not walking anywhere near a grave, but you're under the same ya'ani roof as the, as the grave, and that already is enough to make a person tamemet. If a person's a kohen, they can't do that. In Israel, there's a hospital called Shari Tzedek. It's a hospital that's run according to halakha. So there's a big sign, right, as you walk into the hospital, red or green, telling the kohanim if they're allowed to enter into the hospital. If there's a dead body under the roof of the hospital, the Kohen's not allowed to be there. There's an alarm system as well that lets people know that they have to go out of the building. It's very interesting. So the laws of the halakha of para aduma, which happens when a person is contaminated by the tum'at met, the halakha is, in such a case, um, they would need to have the efer the para. So they once asked the... Uh, the, the Hidusha Arim, I believe it was, they asked him, why is it that in generations gone by, we had people who, number one, were so holy, they knew so much Torah, they did so many beautiful mitzvot, and now the world looks the way it looks. You know, you can't walk anywhere without maybe being offended by certain some things that you see, which are really inappropriate that they should be in the street or wherever they might be. Um, if, in, and he answered them something that I thought was very interesting. He said the reason why our world has sunk to the abyss that it has with regards to its impurity is because, he says, we lost the para'aduma. They asked him, what are you talking about? It's been 2,000 years since we had the para'aduma. So he said, and that's absolutely true. In the times of the Mishnah, they had the para'aduma. Look at what they accomplished. Even a short amount of time after that, they had the Gemara. They needed to explain each line of the Mishnah. It took them many, many, many lines, many, many pages to explain because the people had gone down in their understanding, in their, uh, in their erudition, in their, in their scholarship. And then came after that, you know, the books that we have explaining the Talmud. You have libraries of books feeling need to explain the Talmud because we're incapable of understanding it in the shorthand that it was written in. And as time went on, we, we, we don't even understand those books. So he explained that all that is happening because the further you get from the tahara, from the purity of the para aduma, the 
the further we are from understanding, the further we are from, uh, uh, from, from holiness. Now, I, think, I always think to myself that when you're teaching a lesson, it's important that that lesson should have practical ramifications. For us, this, this is not something really that our fathers, our grandfathers ever experienced. So what is it that we take home from this? And I thought maybe one idea to share, which I thought was very beautiful, and that is that we know that purity comes in many, many forms. One form of purity is the para aduma That purifies someone from contamination of tuma, of uh, coming into contact with someone who's, uh, who's passed away. But there's also the, the tahara, the purity that comes when a person goes in the mikveh. There's also the purity that happens when a person prays to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We know that a person also becomes more pure. We also know that a person who learns Torah becomes more pure. Now, the reason why I think that these are such powerful ideas is because of something I learned in the gym. When I used to go to the gym many moons ago, I realized that when you're doing bench pressing and you know, you're lifting each time, you add a little bit more weight until eventually you're lifting a weight that maybe it, when you started you never thought you could. But along the way, something interesting happens. You start to plateau. So in other words, I'm lifting the weights. First week is 5 kilo, 7 kilo, 10 kilo, 20 kilo. This is why I was living in, you could tell how long ago it was. I was lifting weights. I'm still going in kilos, okay? Now, eventually comes a point where you're still stuck on the same number. So I went to the guy who was there, one of the uh, trainers. You know, he has so much muscles. I don't know There's putting pressure on his brain, right? I say to him, Mehila, you know, uh, I don't know what's going on over here. You told me each week to add. Every week I'm adding, and now I can't add anymore. He says, of course, of course. You plateaued. You know what you need to do, he says? He says, work on your triceps. I said, ma inyan shimita esil har sinai. This trainer hated me, right? What does this have to do with that? When you're doing bench pressing, what are you doing? You're pushing up with your biceps and with your, and with your chest. What does the triceps have to do with anything? And he said to me, when you're trying to lift that and you feel like you can't, what you're really using is not what you think you're using. The outer muscles, that's what causes that initial push. And once you've got that first push out of the way, the rest of the rep is actually easy. It's this bit right when you're starting that you need your triceps for. He says, trust me, you see, you'll see. I said, okay. I did it. And Kahava, exactly as he said, he was right. Suddenly I was able to get that first push started and then I was able to push through and add more weight again. Rabbi I learned from this a tremendous lesson for life. So many times when there's a difficulty that stands in front of us and the weight of the challenge is too hard to bear. And Rabbi each challenge has a different weight to it. Like when you're in the gym and you see there's certain things that do your back and certain things on your shoulders. You know, sometimes the weight of something is like a weight on your back. You know when you have to carry something from one place to the other, you stick it on your back, you see these guys, mashallah, taking, uh, what's it called, couches on their back. Refrigerators I saw a guy doing. Right? Ever see a guy carry a refrigerator on his back? It's unbelievable, these guys. It's unbelievable. How does a guy do it? Heavy weight you put on your back. But, Rabotai, when you talk about taking on something which is a lot of responsibility, we don't say, talk about that on the back, we say, take that on my shoulders. He has broad shoulders, we say. So sometimes a guy's difficulty or challenge 
in life might be something which is physically difficult for them to do. Sometimes it might be something which is a heavy responsibility. They have to decide which way to go and investment in the company. They have to decide which school to send the child to. Those are big decisions. They have to decide if they want to give their child permission or the nod to go ahead and marry someone, to give them a blessing. Because it's a big responsibility. Your child's looking at you for guidance. And you know what? It's not a heavy thing physically, but it's heavy responsibility. Is this guy going to stick with her? Is he going to support her? Is he going to love her? What's going to be when they have kids, when it's a little bit stressful? How's the guy going to act? Certain times, we find a difficulty and we're unable to lift that weight. Rabotai, what the Torah is teaching us is that sometimes there's a side door. There's a purity level. I have a Yetzirah, says the Gemara, how am I going to solve my Yetzirah? Learn Torah. Barati Torah Tavlin. What does learning Torah have to do with my problem with women or with gambling or with uh, drugs or with stealing? I'm, you know, I can't learn a Gemara and then go steal? The answer is, of course you could. But the purity is this other muscle group that sometimes a person is not aware of that helps them in the right moment. When a person has that I always thought it was so beautiful. That is the last line in a sequence. We say, And you know what all of that rests on? If I have a purity in my heart, my heart is pure, then you know what? When the temptation comes, and temptation has many names, and has many faces, when temptation comes, I'm filtering everything through the heart. What is the function of the heart? It takes blood and it pumps it through the body to each one of the extremities. So if the problem is that I might take something with my hands that I shouldn't, where does the blood come from to animate that limb? The heart. If I'm going to walk somewhere I shouldn't, look somewhere I shouldn't, hear, try and hear, things that I shouldn't. We think that that's a challenge that needs to be addressed in many, many different places. But actually what we're learning from over here, Zot Chukata Torah. You want to know what the rule is? The rule of thumb, the illogical rule that helps all of Torah, you want to know what that is? Adam kiyamut ba'ohel. If you find yourself impure by one of the formats of impurity, there's a way of achieving tahara, that uh, recalibration of the heart. And through that, all of a sudden, all these other seemingly unrelated things become much easier. So I thought to myself once, Maybe this could be an unbelievable idea when a person's in a moment of crisis. They feel like they have no more strength to fight back, to not open up their mouth and, and, and kill the guy, shamble the guy uh, who they're upset at. They find themselves maybe unable to stop themselves in a moment of temptation. Maybe the way to do that is to do one simple thing, is to achieve a moment of purity. So how does someone achieve a moment of purity when they're stuck in an abyss? The Chachamim give us an unbelievable etzah. They say to close your eyes for a nanosecond and just imagine the words, Shiviti Hashem Lenegdi Tamid. We have it everywhere in every synagogue, those words. I place God Lenegdi opposite my face 
always. If a person is struggling in something or something, something in in uh, in financial or emotional or spiritual, whatever it might be, and they feel like they're struggling to get through that challenge, whatever it might be, to speak nicely to someone, not to get angry or to lose your voice, to be honest, etc., etc. Just close your eyes for a split second and imagine that those words of that pasuk. I place God before me always. And you know why that helps? Because the pasuk says, Mikveh Yisrael Amunai. God is like a mikveh for the Jewish people. You don't have a mikveh you could go to. You don't have a para aduma. Immerse in God. How does one immerse in God? The same way when you go in a mikveh, you're in the waters. They completely surround you. Completely surround yourself with this force field that God is with me right now. Could you sin if God was with you right now? Could you be a horrible person to somebody if God is with you, if you feel Hashem's presence with you right now? That is a way that a person leans on the secret strength of purity to be able to get them through the difficult times of their lives. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve